Hey, you're listening to the Single Dads Podcast, a podcast for single dads by single dads. In this podcast, you're going to be encouraged and hopefully given some practical tools to be able to become the parent that you always wanted to be and that you know you can be. Hopefully this podcast encourages you. Make sure that you download the Single Dads Podcast app to join our community. Hope you enjoy the show. God, that would be so extra. (laughs) I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving that in, bro. Do it. (laughs) Um, Welcome back to the show, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about stress and anxiety as a single dad, how we handle it, why we don't handle it, why we don't talk about it, because we all have it. If you're a human, we all have it. it. In fact, I'm thinking about stuff right now that's stressing me out. (laughs) It's all right. Just kidding. I'm uh, I'm in podcast mode. (laughs) Serious. Serious mode. Serious only. guys. Let's let's be serious. <laughs> no, um, yeah, but it it is true that once you become a single dad, uh, your stress levels intensify because the amount of things to be stressed and anxious about intensify a ton. So, regardless of how many kids you have, of course, each kid multiplies your stress level. <laughs> Because it multiplies your uh, amount of money you have to spend. They also Here. multiply your joy. <laughs> See? <laughs> this is why we need both. Good, good cop, bad cop. <laughs> Negative, positive. All right. <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, um, being, being a parent, period, mm. is insanely stressful. Um it's constant concern, it's constant worry, and then we add life. Yeah, everything that comes on and with it, too. It's just everyone has, uh, you know, things going on. Our listeners uh, <laughs> for sure do, mm-hmm. and that's why we're talking about it today. And what what are some things that you have found that can bring your stress level from here up high mm-hmm. to a more, I guess, normal level, if that's a thing, or just down to yeah. uh, to not, so you're not at a point where you're just constantly, uh, because when when you're constantly anxiety when you're constantly stressing it's bad for it's bad for your body physically it's mentally bad for business, it's man. it's bad for your whatever you do for a living mm-hmm. it's bad for your children to see it's bad for your relate every relationship you have mm-hmm. so these things just are oozing with negative results yeah and there has to be things that you actionables that you take in life yeah on a regular consistent basis mm-hmm. to keep your anxiety and stress levels at a, a somewhat healthy level i was going to say you know uh, you love the office and if you're listening to this hopefully you love the office as well I was going to say to keep your stress and anxiety levels not at 
uh, midnight. Le- <laughs> what, what was that movie? Michael Scott made threat threat level midnight. <laughs> we don't want our stress and anxiety at threat level midnight. <laughs> we don't want that type of level. Um, bro, I think honestly, there, there's a there's a lot of things that we can do, but it all comes back down to action, right? Doing something 100%. about it. Hundred percent. It's it's um, action and not just popping a pill. Uh, yeah. I'm guilty of that. Um, I take medicine for anxiety and sadly I'm scared to know what life would be like without it. But, um, well, that's also not just things causing anxiety though. Right. What do you mean? Like, it's not just like, uh, you're not just taking pills because things cause you anxiety. It's like programmed in your body almost. Yeah. You know how people need. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I have like legit panic attacks and, um, it's not like your car payments do and then, no, no, no. <laughs> if Thinking that, of like Tic Tacs. If, if that was my if that was my stress, uh, I would be one happy individual. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, but I think, bro, the first thing, first thing, first, and we talk about it on the show a lot is awareness. Yeah, and it's acceptance, man. Like own own your thing, right? I think uh, it can it can be scary as a parent to admit uh, it can be scary as a human, okay. And then especially as a man, it can be really scary to admit like I'm I'm stressed the hell out right now, and I don't know what to do about this because it can come off depending on who you share that with as weak, right? And you know there might be I know there's a lot of people right now that are just like society this society that right. And it's like, yeah, society might say one thing, but at the end of the day, you're in charge of your own life and the people that you surround yourself with. So maybe surround yourself with peers. And this is, again, why I love the support groups and what I do with with my business, because you can come with your stresses and your anxiety and things that you're anxious about without being judged and ridiculed about them, Yeah, but being understood, right? But it's not enough just to talk about them, because the more you talk about it, the bigger it gets sometimes. And we have to like the first the first thing to making any change in life is accepting it, right? If I don't ex- if I keep saying that I'm big boned, and and I'm not, I'm just I'm just fat. <laughs> it's like then I can't make a change because oh. you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I'm I'm blaming it on something that is completely out of my control. But as soon as I own it, I can do something about it. Also, so, the fact that I'm only like five nine, I so, hate that. So, <laughs> but so that's a great uh, segue into this. So, the things there are things that we have control over, and uh, being five nine is not one of them, right? Got yes. Um, however, it's how you accept being five nine and how you. You know, whether you, uh, you know, I don't think a lot of people say, oh, look at him, he's 5'9". However, you might not think that way. You might think, you know, it might be a legit insecurity for you or, you know, um, just uh, among other things, you know, like it it doesn't matter how tall you are or short you are Mm -hmm. or skinny or big boned or overweight or jacked, Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. It's, it's how it's perception and 
a lot of times, and without getting off topic, but like, you know, my, my, my own son was like, had insecurities and I had to fit, you know, figure out like he was playing in his head. Like he literally thought people were talking about him Mm -hmm. just walking down the hallway at school, Yeah, which wasn't the case. Um, and by getting him to realize that by empathizing and letting him know that I understood with that, that feeling, we were able to get past that. But back to, you know, like threat level, midnight anxiety, (laughs) what, what, what things we can control, like let's, for example, um, someone in the sport group is, is, um, currently in, uh, uh, court and uh for you know a lot of different variables coming into play with his the custody of his child and mm-hmm. how that's going to turn out you know that's yeah that's something that he has to deal with yeah. and um he he only has control over how he handles it mm-hmm. just like you know exactly how you were born, if you were born with brown eyes and you wished you had blue or whatever. Uh, Get some fake contacts, man. You can control it. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you're bald and, you know, you want to wear a tube or, uh, you know, it's just, it's all about how, how people handle things and what works for them. Yeah. But, you know, there, there's uh, something that someone else in the support group mentioned that it's like, we as men sometimes are guarded and we we hide um because hide our anxiety or hide our stress because we believe that we have to be the man that mm-hmm. handles and we're the rock and we are the uh you know financial um the provider provider the yeah exactly the... we have to provide we so we don't we we can't show weakness and yeah. at the end of the day it's like we have to be able to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and we have to be able to know that it's okay to be weak it's okay to make mistakes yeah. and and you know that's kind of where I trying to get this conversation to go is, is it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. I think it's, it's how we perceive it. Like you were saying, because if you perceive it as weakness, of course, you're not going to want to talk about it because the way you think controls the way that you operate. Exactly. 100%. So if you see it as weakness, then you're going to feel like I am weak and people are going to think that I am weak. But if you see it as vulnerable and vulnerability is a true strength, right? and it's something that you value in people, then why would you not give that to people? Now I get it, right? There's going to be people that reject us when whenever we are vulnerable. But to me, the way that I see that is it's not rejection. It's redirecting you to the people that do belong in your life. Because I can sit here and talk to you about stuff. We, talk, we do it all the time in those meeting rooms, right? And you're not just like, man, bro, you're, you're weak. You got this. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, nah, bro, I see where you're coming from, whatever. And it's that venting process, which we all need, which you should do with men, okay? You should always vent with men. Um, 
because what you want to do is that, is be in a safe environment. And another dude that you can vent to is probably going through stuff also. So he's not going to be like, bro, you're weak. He's going to be like, bro, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. And so you, we need to, within ourselves, stop seeing it as weakness and see it as strength. And if exactly. somebody can't handle that strength, then that is on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get, I get so many comments of just men saying, well, yeah, but I opened up to them and then they this and this, so now I'm never opening up again. I'm like, you're the one losing then. Exactly. You're the one that's losing. I'm like, the fact that they couldn't take you opening up is actually a win for you because you <laughs> no longer have to waste your time with them. They just showed you their capacity and they maxed out, so you're good. Now, if if you begin to honor your values of saying, I value vulnerability more than hiding it, right? Then the, when you present yourself with I value vulnerability, you'll show up vulnerable, which means you'll start attracting people that like that, that that is one of their values and that can empathize with it. But if you stop showing up vulnerable, then what's going to happen is you're going to attract people into your life that are not vulnerable. And then you're going to have a weak moment where you need to be vulnerable and you can't take it anymore. And you're going to be vulnerable and that person's going to reject you. Because you just brought in a person who doesn't value that. And you just reaffirm the belief that I'm not supposed to be vulnerable. And that's not how it is. So I think as soon as we begin to realize, man, this isn't weakness. This is actual strength. And when somebody rejects you because you're vulnerable, instead of popping off, be like, hey, I'm sorry that you don't know like what emotional strength looks like. I'm not going to take the time to explain it to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then walk away. The strongest position to be in in a negotiation is being willing to walk away. Exactly. Desperation is the worst mm-hmm. position to be in. And, you know, I, I've gotten DMs and messages through um, Facebook Messenger and from complete strangers, yeah. uh, some of which don't even um, know about our podcast, yeah, uh, which is weird, but uh, or I shouldn't say weird, just kind of sucks out of left field. But you know, <laughs> it's like um, sometimes. I mean, just one very recent uh, message I got it was like uh, almost one o'clock in the morning, and someone reached out and was like, uh, "Man, I." I I really need to to talk to somebody. I'm 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 heartbroken and um I literally had no clue who this individual was. Wasn't part of uh I even went and looked through all the users in her um in the uh, back office of our uh, app to see if they were part of uh, no clue. But um so there are a lot of people out there that uh, aren't aren't scared to say I need to talk to somebody. But yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I, and and this is where that is step one, right? But the last thing that we can do as men, because we are created to be the protectors and the providers, right? That is what we are created to be. The last thing that we can do is sit in it, like express what it is that you're going through but then you have to find a solution for example you just you, you just encountered an issue earlier downstairs 
You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And what if you would have just stayed in the fact that this doesn't work, this doesn't, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, and then you just talk to people for it, about it for a month, two months, three months, and you just talk and talk and talk to vent, and then you never do anything about it, you're digging your own grave, and you're not trustworthy anymore. And so this is this is what we see a lot that happens, right? And this is why with a with a healthy person you can open up about it, but then come up come up with a solution with an action plan. And I heard it said like this before, right? If you're at a job and they say you've got to finish this by this deadline, and they're your boss, you're gonna do whatever you have to do to to, to hit the deadline because you have to do it. You see what I'm saying? So why don't we do that with us? Whenever we know I've got to handle this because it's causing nothing more than anxiety and stress in my life. So I got to handle it. Why don't we meet our own deadlines? You see see what I'm saying? I know that's a rhetorical question. And, you know, it's and, and what happened downstairs, like I've trained my brain to not. Like, it is what it is. You heard me say that. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, although I didn't say it out loud, I already had actionables planned. Like, yeah. okay, the second we're done here, yeah. I'm driving home and I have, I'm going to yeah. do this, this, and this yeah. to in, to inquire, not even- seek out, and figure out what my alternatives are to my solution Bro, not or even my that. situation. You started doing it there. You, immediately you, you, yeah. you started doing it there oh, yeah, and, and, and that's 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 <laughs> that's what happens i want you to notice this like and for anyone that's listening like this is why this is so true and it literally was just proven today by scott is that you had a moment of frustration and pissed offness <laughs> we should make a shirt that says dealing with my pissed offness <laughs> um but with your pissed offness right and it was maybe a minute minute and a half which is what I've preached about so often here. We experience emotions. There's a biochemical change that happens in our bodies for 60 to 90 seconds. After that, we create our own suffering. You could have stayed in that. You could have. But instead, you took your focus elsewhere. Instead of focusing on the problem, you started focusing on potential solutions. And that's all that we can do, right? Right. And so I think the first thing is, like we were talking about. It's all that we should do. (laughs) Exactly. I think the first thing is exactly what we were talking about. You've got to create a safe space. Keyword, create a safe space for yourself. That means you know who you're bringing into the table that you can talk to. You know who that is, and you're intentional about it. And second step, you got to come up with an action plan. And I'm telling you guys, like, our brain is so powerful. What we can do as humans is insane. Look at Elon Musk for crying out loud. But what we typically end up doing is not that insane. It's it's not because we don't ask the right questions instead of being like, man, this is messed up. This is messed up. It's like, how can I make this happen? That's keywords. We don't ask the right questions. Yep. I see it so often yeah. and, and it, it, it blows my freaking mind, man, because like someone's met with an issue or a problem. I don't I don't care if it's talking to uh negotiating your freaking cable bill online or yeah. not online, but on uh, over the phone with uh, somebody that is reading from a freaking script. Right. Yeah. It's like, ask the right questions yep. to 
get to, it's like, otherwise you're wasting time, valuable time. Yeah. Uh, energy, energy, hair, increasing stress, hair's gonna start losing falling. hair. <laughs> I mean, it, no, but for real, it's yeah. like, like, I'm, uh, I don't want to use any person as an example, but, um, we'll just say Bob. Let's just say Bob. It's like, all right, you, you have this issue, you have this problem, but why didn't you ask this? Mm-hmm. Because if they said this, Problem yeah. solved. Yeah. But why didn't you ask? I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. And well, and then I have to listen to an excuse. Yeah. I hate it. You know Dude, how I'm an anti-excuser. Yeah. Bro, it's it, it's pride is what it what it comes down to. We've got to kill our ego, men. Like we really do, because our ego is not going to get us anywhere, anywhere whatsoever. No, it's not. Like, tell me one human that's made it on their own. You can't. Everybody is standing on the shoulders of somebody, even if those shoulders were only five. Five foot nine, <laughs> you know, and and then you're you're ticked off at the world because somebody else is standing on shoulders of somebody that was six foot five, so they got a higher advantage. But we're all standing on somebody's shoulders, and we're all helping each other. And if we can start seeing it that way, then it's like you're no longer afraid of rejection because it just means that God's cleaning up your life. He's cleaning up your circle. If you extend like a hand to someone, you say, "Dude." help me. I need help. And you're on the ground and you're like bleeding. And they're like, you are ridiculous. This is so sad, whatever. Then instead of being ticked off at the world, be like, thank you for showing me who you are and who I can trust and who I can't trust. Exactly. Now I know not to run there again. You see what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. 100%. And I, I just, I, there's, there's just so many scenarios, but Ident- you, 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 we have to identify certain things and like you said, you mentioned like fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. Like w- the reason that you don't find solutions and you, and you choose to wallow in your stress or uh, whatever your situation is, is because you fear what like you're scared to do something? You're scared yeah. to take a step. Um, scared it, to fail. It's, too. it's you're scared to fail. You're, uh, you, the e- the easy way out is to woe is me, yeah. and I'm gonna drink or I'm gonna smoke or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone's different. But you have to identify like. All right, I'm stressed out. I'm my anxiety level is through the roof. What what are the root causes? Identify. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Identify and then create potential ways to lower it, whether it's a resolution, whether it's a workout to give you 45 minutes to think about more, you know, your next steps. But there there's always something. Yeah execute. Yes. So you have to execute on potential actionables, right? Mm-hmm. And whether it's and so, and sometimes it's literally like cool. I'm my stress level's super high and um Monday night at nine o'clock I'm gonna talk to yeah I'm gonna talk to the guys um on the in our in their support group and 
there's not been one single support group where I have have logged off and not felt good. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. That's that's the safe and space. It, but it is. It's a safe space. And and it just uh, even, you know, I, I do a lot of listening more so than I do talking since I can talk here. Yeah. Um, and uh, I like I like it to be a, an open forum for for everyone else to to talk. And um, some people get on and um, just listen to. Yeah. Because I think either side can be therapeutic in some form yeah. or fashion. Right. Um, or just sometimes people want to get, build up the courage, you know, but anyway, um, not to hone on that, but it's just like, there are, there are things that we should do that we don't. Yeah. And so each and every person listening, whatever you're stressed about today, mm-hmm. Whether it's new, whether it's on been ongoing, think about what things you could do to lower that and um, potential resolutions. Um, I know a lot of things are out of our control, right? Mm-hmm. But let's start with the things that we do control. Yep, and then. When we get, you know, let's just kind of chip away at things, right? And uh, sometimes that starts with just talking to someone, you know, you can that you can be vulnerable with, and uh, and get different perspective. It's so important, so important to get different perspective, because I see things one way, and I'm just maybe I'm I'm just not in the mindset or the mode to to see it from a different perspective because how often do you, you know, outside looking in, you can identify problems of other people. Like, man, if that, if that individual did this, Mm -hmm. so much would change. Right. Yep. So it's the same with me. Yeah. You're probably able to identify some things sometimes and vice versa or whatever. Uh, So point being get, perspective from others that you that you respect that you trust that that uh, maybe a mentor maybe somebody that has uh, more experience in life than you or it doesn't even have to be those things it could be somebody younger because uh, perspective is is just a different point of view from someone else and sometimes someone who hasn't been through whatever your situation is may have the answer because they don't, they're not thinking yeah. like that. So it may just be a very simple, like, yeah. holy shit, I didn't even, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you've only been here on this earth for 18 years and here I've been on this earth for 45 years yeah. and you just gave me a freaking answer that I would yeah. have never thought of because it's fresh perspective. Exactly. And that's, at the at the end of the day, there's controllables and non-controllables, like like Scott was saying, and what you're saying is right on point, bro. Because this is literally one of the exercises that I walk clients through, and it is so simple. And if you want to lower your stress and anxiety, do this, but you got to take action on it. You literally, instead of just sitting there and just thinking what's causing me stress, think about it, 
write it down, make a whole list of the things that are stressing you out. Then scratch out the uncontrollables. Can I do something about this? No. I don't need to worry about it then right now. Not right now. Eventually I'll get to that. Yeah. But right now I don't need to worry about it, right? And so you scratch it out. And then the next thing you do, the things that are controllables, start asking the question, how can I get a solution to this? And then go to the next level. And how can I enjoy doing it? There's going to be some things that you can't really enjoy doing it. You just got to do it, right? But your brain will start working with you and it'll start giving you answers. Again, better questions give you better answers, give you better results in life. So just start asking, how can I make this happen right now? How can I do this? How can I... And then start taking action immediately on those because if you're crippled with anxiety and stress, your confidence is low. You might think it's high, but it's probably surface level confidence because real confidence and self-esteem comes from being able to trust yourself. And if there is stuff that we're not executing on, we don't trust ourselves. That's why we're not executing on them. Because if we were, if we did trust ourselves, we would execute on those things because I know I can make it happen. And if I can't make it happen the first time, I'll find a way to make it happen. That is why you see these super successful people, they're so confident, and it's because they know they have certainty within themselves. Not within life and the result, but they're like, if this doesn't work, I'll go to plan B and make it work. And if that doesn't work, I'll, I'll make plan C work. You see what I'm saying? But it's all about asking the right question. How can I make this happen? And Rob Dyrdek said something that was really freaking good, man. He said that he what he did once was he wrote down everything that was stressing him out, and then he took care of it. He was like, and then what I started doing was I started dealing with stresses as they came. Now my life isn't stressful. It was like, because what happened was I had so many things that were stressing me out, and then more things always come in that create more stress. He's mm-hmm. like, but now I'm not carrying stress and taking on new stresses. Now I'm just taking on new stresses. And so it's almost like, let's have like a stressless month. Right. Where we attack the stress, the things that we can control and now active. Yes. And now I want to go to the things that we can't control. Okay, there's actually a study done that the people in the United States that deal with anxiety the least are people that are consistently going to church. Now, this isn't me pushing church on anybody. Okay, because you can do what the heck you want to do with your life. But at the end of the day, what that shows is people that trust in a higher power have less anxiety. Why? Because the things that I can't control, if if you are a person who seeks certainty in your life, and that's like the number one need that you try and seek, you are there's nothing that you can do then at that point. And if there's nothing that you can do to control it, you better believe that there's somebody up there controlling things and making things work out for your good, even though you cannot see it right now. And I promise you, there's evidence that situations in your life have worked out for your good, even though you couldn't see it in the moment. And this is another part of the process. Start looking at your life. Start looking at bad situations that happen that seem so out of control. And then start asking the question, how was that a blessing for me? What did that teach me? How did I grow because of that? And more than likely, some of the things that you love the most about yourself and that you admire the most about yourself came out of the worst situations that were completely out of your control, like in my life. And when you do that, you fortify that for you mindset that life is happening for me. It's not happening against me. And then something that's out of your control. Now you don't see it as why is that happening? I can't believe that's happening to me. Now you see it as how is this helping me? 
How is this building me? How is this going to be a blessing for me? And, and that's how you experience life on your terms. And that that's a great, you just even offered an exercise, yeah. uh, maybe without, no, with no, or without I'm, knowing, I don't know. But No, yeah, I, I knew uh, what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, but, you, know, you know what I'm going to say. That's, yeah, that's what I do with my clients. That's why I said in the beginning. <laughs> no, but, uh, shoot, now I went brain dead. No, uh, but you offered an exercise by thinking about situations that when you thought you were in such an awful situation, scenario, mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it was two years ago or uh, I don't know. Just things were really, really bad. And a year later or two years later, looking back in hindsight, where are you as a person now in comparison to where you were then? Mm -hmm. So you've grown, you've become better at this, you've become stronger in this, um, you're able to provide wisdom to others. Yep. There's so many, uh, you know, a list of things that you are now better at um, mentally, physically even. Um, you've made a lot of improvements, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So right now, you you are that person two years ago yeah. in a different scenario. Yep. And in two months, three months Three years, I don't know. Yeah, whatever, how, however, higher power wants it to be, yeah. you're going to learn and you're going to be better. So, just start thinking of uh, exactly what Frank was talking about. But as an exercise, think about those things that caused you to be better than you were yep. back then, and the what what transpired and um did you have to go through a lot of tough things and tough situations and uh, yeah. absolutely but yeah. every i mean if if there wasn't bad then there wouldn't be good, be good. exactly and, i mean if we, <laughs> if we didn't work hard then uh vacations wouldn't feel like vacations, vacations. <laughs> You know, so yes. it's like you, you have, it's just part of life yeah. and it's, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to be where you are right now mm-hmm. because right now is preparing you to be better in a year from now or six months from now, yep. or maybe even shorter term. Yeah. Um, but so that's one way to put your mind at ease and to start thinking in a more positive, yeah. proactive way. Yeah. And, and and I want you to notice what we just did, okay? We did not post a bunch of positive sticky notes on a bad situation and pretty much said it doesn't exist. <laughs> no. No. That, if anyone tells you just to do that, like they don't know what they're talking about, <laughs> because at the end of the day, we're not saying that there is no weeds. We're saying look at the weeds and see how can I pull the weeds out. And then on top of that, start seeing, well, there was weeds in this area, but how did I learn from that? Oh, I learned how to garden. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm not going to just chop the weeds because they're going to grow back. I yeah. got to get to the root of yes. those weeds. And, and what if we, okay, I want to submit this to you gentlemen and ladies if you're listening. What if we started looking at life as a gift? All of it. All of it. 
the good, the bad, the ugly, the trials, the tribulations, the triumphs, the wins? What if we looked at all of it as a gift? Because here's the thing. You're a dad now. You are a parent. And your job is to replicate a freaking human being that is resilient and will take on anything this life throws at them. How will they be that if you never take on the things that life throws at you? Because they're going to model what we do. They're not going to do what we say. They're going to model how we show up. Yep. They're going to they're gonna remember one day, man, my dad was going through this and he handled it like a champ, right? They're going to be 20, 30, 40 years old and they're going to think back and remember, man, I just remember my dad this. This, this happened, this terrible situation, and then this is how my dad showed up. And now I see that within myself. You see what I'm saying? But without the trials, without the unfairness of life, you can't give that to a man. You would not be able to give that to him. You would just make him soft. Like, that's why I, I love the fighting analogy because it's so true. The more I get hit, the harder I become, the more I can endure. And so it's like, okay, thank you, life. You're preparing me for a bigger war. Yeah. And if I conquer these wars, what is my kid going to be able to conquer? Because I put that into them. And that just reminded me something uh, that uh, uh, a new member of the community that was on the support group um, last Monday, Tyler, brought up. I hope you don't mind me mentioning his name. Um, but he... he was giving just given uh, I guess something that works that he's doing, mm-hmm. um, not being able to uh, be around his kids. Yeah. Um, so he like he went like got up went and got a stack of pa- uh, papers and he's like I've been writing and like writing letters whether. My kid, that's my, my kid's not going to get them today or tomorrow, um, but one day. God, that's beautiful, bro. One day they're going to to see this and they're going to know that I cared. Yeah. And so whatever the situation is, and Dude. I'll just leave it like that. I thought it was an amazing example because it was it was also good, um, and uh, someone else brought brought up something good uh, out of their. A situation as well but and that, get, uh, look at that that was an uncontrollable yeah he, he cannot 100%. he cannot control that his kids are not there just like i can't control my daughter isn't with me half the time more than half the time but i can control what i do with that time to become a better father to become a more loving father to become a more vulnerable father to create better experiences for her you see what i mean yeah so even though and that's, that, that's what you, you always hear it like, oh, that you're just a part-time dad, you know, to all these like hurt, hurt parents, right? Um, they start saying that you're just part-time father, part-time mother, whatever it is. Well, don't be a part-time father and mother by doing what that man is doing. He's still parenting. Look at that, man. His kids are going to receive those letters, hopefully when they're like 18 or 20 and they actually like take them in and they're like, wow, dude, you know, and are able well, to when, appreciate when, it. Whenever, whenever he time, wants to, but, yeah. But, but we, we, as we, as as we, as any, as kids who are three, four, five, eight, nine, ten, whatever, right? You know, they may not have your presence, mm-hmm. but when they're mature enough yeah. and old enough, yeah, to to wow, this 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 is what my dad was doing. Yep. Even though right now they may think whatever, 
And I'm yep. not talking about your particular situation at this point, Tyler, either. Just FYI. Yeah. I just uh, wanted to bring that example up, which was awesome, by the way. Um, yeah. But just generally speaking, like something, you know, there, there's other ways you can do things like that, too. And yeah. <clears throat> just kids, you can't control, like, because I know so many parents out there are, are, are so worried about what their kids are thinking about them right now. Yeah. But that was such a, a phenomenal example and just one of many ways of creating uh, for the future a way Bro. for your kids to know, hey, you you may th- they may think, yes. and it and it will also take a ton of weight off of your shoulders, depending on your unique scenario, whatever it is. There, I I hope that that idea, that idea, if you don't do that exactly that get your wheels turning to do something and just realize that your kids, what they think of you now, they're kids. Yeah. And remember when you were a kid, when you were eight years old, what you thought, like you you don't know shit when you're eight years old. Yeah. And, but you do know shit when you're 18. Some, you know, some, well, you know, (laughs) you you know enough to say, Hey, my dad. Yes. Really was a, yeah, an awesome person, and that's what matters. That is that's what really matters. what does matter because, you know, dude, that that dude Tyler, you're thinking in the macro, bro, not the micro. Totally. Like so many people get stuck in now, man. This sucks now. Yes, right. it does. But he's thinking, how can I use now to impact the future? Literally, like in the long run, because now his kids will never be able to say. You weren't around. You didn't care because he's got tangible proof that says, look, baby, I did. The I, whole time you thought I wasn't there, I actually was there. I had no control. Yeah, and I was there. I did what I could with what I had, and here you go. I hope this blesses. And, bro, those kids, like, you know, once eventually, you know, you pass away and everything, they're going to have those letters forever, and they're going to be like, even when my dad wasn't there, he was there. Like, and- that's I'm, and, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to start hey, doing that for and, my daughter. And, and we, now we have the power of video, right? Record videos. Record videos. I mean. The, start a private YouTube channel that doesn't go public. Leave them on there and then give that YouTube channel to your kid. I mean, you, you know what um, uh, my late wife, my son's mom did? Uh, at one point, uh, just like a, had a little recorder. And just set it in like the uh, a central area in the house. Yeah. And um, like her best friend was visiting for for a few days, and literally just went about things in the yeah. house, co- conversating with her best friend and things like that, yeah. and recorded it. And I have it in my safe. To date, he has not listened to it, mm-hmm. nor have I. Yeah. But uh, that's something that that she did i mean granted you know a a different situation for but for any of you um that are in a situation where you're going to be widowed or you know it um that's that's one way but to to do something like that but just to get just to get other scenarios to get your wheels turning it's just there's just a lot of interesting and, and and cool things that you can do with especially with the technology we have access to, right? Yeah. Yeah. So 
while writing a letter is one thing. You can record videos. You can record audio. Yeah. You can do just a lot of things. And it's, you know. Uh, yeah. It's powerful, man. Very. And that is, um, that is how... That is how you come up for solutions that are stressing you out and causing you pain. And you find a way to make it work with what you have. Because, I mean, that's incredible. That Honestly, that that is an incredible, incredible story and just what he's doing. And so for, for anyone who's feeling anxious and stressed, it's more than likely being caused because you're away from your kid a lot, you know? And then the deba- demands that come with that. And so just start asking better questions. Show up where you can show up. Because here's here's the thing. You're not going to be alone for the rest of your life. I know right now you might feel like that and you might feel like all women are the same and love is impossible and all that. But it's just not true unless you want it to be true for you, right? Whatever you believe is what you will create in your life. Um, but it's like if you want to be in a passionate relationship eventually to where your kids get to see that, they get to see that even though you went through hell, you made things work still and you came out on top, then you need to show up for yourself first. You really, you really, yeah, really do because you want your kids to grow up trusting that regardless of what happens, daddy's got them. You know what I mean? And then that future partner, you want them to trust that no matter what happens, it's not that you're not going to go through stress, but that you're going to go through stress. You're going to go through anxiety. You're going to experience these hard times and you're going to weep about them but then you're going to find a way to make it happen. Like, Absolutely. And I and I know we've we've said this in other episodes, but this is so crucial. Yeah. That until you have you mm-hmm. taken care of mentally, until you are positive, forward thinking mm-hmm. and you know you you have to you have to mentally strong and take care of yourself Mm -hmm. before because if you show up to anything and you haven't taken care of you yet yeah then you're going to bring the wrong things to the table yeah yeah exactly exactly man that was a really good episode man I hope you. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope it was helpful for you. That was a. Uh, this topic was from a topic request someone sent in, and uh, so just know that we engage with those topic requests. And if you have any, get on the app, send them in, and uh, we'll talk about them. And hopefully, we'll help as many people as uh, we can that listen. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. Hopefully, you uh, you guys have a great day. Um, you have a blessed day, and remember, the support group is on Monday. 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. Thank mm-hmm. you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you.